I want me some glory hope. To the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We listen to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker. We thank each and every Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I am your host, Bo Sebas, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy? All right, all right. Ooh, Bo Sebas, here we go with the thanks. Giving special podcast, and in honor of you, Sir Bo Cephas, and your famous yearly Thanksgiving story, I would like to offer my own little Thanksgiving traditional story, if you don't mind, sir. All right, let's go. All right, well, there's a there's a little known holiday the day before Thanksgiving that not many people know about it, and it's called Whores Giving, and... <laughs> <laughs> What is horse giving, you ask? Well, it is the special day every year when all the familyless whores out there are so depressed and lonely and anxious the, about the next day meeting up with all the family and the extended family and all their perfect little family lives and their kids and cousins and bullshit and all that, that they get plastered the night before and make the best, worst decisions possible. Now, Usually, Bocephus, this uh, holiday starts around the stroke of happy hour on Wednesday. And uh, these whores, they log out of their OnlyFans account and uh, they stop they stop pretending that they're happy. <laughs> they stop pretending that they're happy to sell their bodies online for money. And they begin the process of painting their ugly faces for the long night ahead of them. Now, by 8 p.m., They have secured their spot at the bar, and they've begun narrowing down which man will be the one who gets to bang their pain away. Now, by midnight, the giving really begins, and these whores lose all their ability to say no at all, and the true celebration begins and ends like it started with them alone and empty and full of regret. So, Bocevis, I just wanted to take a moment and uh, before we celebrate Thanksgiving, let's remember the tradition before the tradition. Happy horse giving, everybody. Wear a condom. Now, whether you are here for the funny. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Hilarious. We're 10 hours from the fucking fun park and you want to bail out. It's called having a sense of humor and laughing. You should fucking try it once in a while. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. What a stupid son of a bitch. My apologies, Mr. President. I will do better. Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in. That's right, Adam Sandler. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly 
monthly and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and hit us up for those free picks, premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. And as always, here on the sports patio, we got the TVs glowing. We got the bear heavily flowing tonight, and right now it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible, freaking disgusting, cold beer hip choice of the week. Well, thank you very much, sir. Sir, tonight I am drinking a Peroni from Roma, Italy. Very solid beer, three and a half stars. I drink this every Thanksgiving because my family eats Italian food because turkey fucking blows. Here we go. And also every Thanksgiving, as you mentioned before, I do recant the true story of the original Thanksgiving here on the podcast. So here we go, boys and girls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The first Thanksgiving didn't happen until 1621, or didn't happen in 1621. It actually happened in 1637 after the Pilgrims finished off the massacre of the Pequot tribe Mm. at the culmination of the Pequot War. And then after the pilgrims were done murdering all those men, women, and children, they said, hey, let's have some goddamn beer and eat one of those ugly-ass birds that's always making with the noise they can. (laughs) Also, fun fact about the pilgrims, they were never pilgrims. They didn't even call themselves that. They were separatists from Holland. They came here to make money and not for religious freedom. In fact, they came here to set up a religious theocracy, which is the exact opposite of religious freedom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And although they ultimately failed at that, what they did accomplish was getting rid of all those filthy fucking savages off our goddamn land and sent them to the swamps of Florida and shitty states like Oklahoma and the Dakotas. And because of their great commitment to greed, power lust, and just good old-fashioned genocide, we gather together every year as a family and tell them how thankful we are that they were terrible, terrible people. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right. Is that, does that wrap it up? That's it. Yeah, as usual, I made a list of the uh, groups or and or people that you disparaged <laughs> on, on in this story. And I did I, I, I pulled my sheet too late, so I, I, I caught up late to it. But I got religion, the dirty Indians, capitalism in general, and of course those poor little turkeys. They they got they got trashed <laughs> on for no for no apparent reason. But I over here, I'm a true red blooded American and I don't believe that any Dirty savage Indian was uh, murdered myself. I believe. <laughs> I believe it happened just the way my mama and daddy told me. All right, boys and girls, we're here the podcast now. We're going over the three Thanksgiving games in the air tonight. This is going to be a free pick, fucking palooza. Now we're each going to give <laughs> one uh, best bet on each game as we go. So it's a little bit different format. We'll not be no free picks there at the end. They'll all be in the body of the podcast, so you gotta pay attention if you wanna get fucking paid there, son. But right now, we gotta get paid to do that. Here is this week's sponsor. This week's podcast is sponsored by PooReduce.com. Do you have anxiety over the big moments in your life because you know that somewhere in the middle of that moment, you're gonna have a wild mud monkey come screaming out of your shitbox? 
the big business meeting, a final exam, your grandma's funeral, all of these are equally bad times to have a bag of ass apples fall out of your poop chute. Well, if you're tired of having your life held hostage by your chocolate sausage, then I have your solution. It's Poo-Reduce! Poo-Reduce is an all-natural remedy for your unwanted tangy butt nuts. Poo-Reduce is a patented proven formula whose two main ingredients are peanut butter and cheese. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I have no idea what's in this shit. All I know is if you have the green apple splatters when it really fucking matters, or you're sitting with your daughter and you get that poo-poo water? God damn it, if you're with the one you love and you feel that hot butt mud! Hoodoos! That's poorreduce.com, code word glory hole for 10% off of your first order of their butt dumpling stumpling formula. That's poorreduce.com, code word glory hole for 10% off their services one more time. Poorreduce.com, code word glory hole. Holy shit, Longhorn, if there was ever a more apropos week to have the poorreduce people on the podcast, I don't think we could find one because... After stuffing our big fat faces with all this fucking food for the next couple of days, oh, the poo will be flowing and we will need something to produce that poo. <laughs> yeah, and can you imagine after a night of whores giving and what all those poor ladies and their and their and their anal cavities are gonna go through on that night? Like they don't they don't need poo. I mean, it's just gonna fall out of them. That, that is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's time! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Stay calm! What? what do you think is happening right now? What's happening over here? Excuse me, what is happening here? What is happening? What the fuck just happened? Oh, you know what's happening. It's time for all those winds coming in the air tonight, baby! Baby, it's those Thanksgiving bells right here, Longhorn, and we are going to start up in Detroit with your Detroit Lions are laying seven and a half points to those Green Bay Packers. Yeah, this is, um, let's not, let's not complicate Thanksgiving Day. We all know the trends by now. We've been doing this every year for many years. Like the favorites are... They're just they're the money spot on Thanksgiving, so um, uh, everything points to Detroit or excuse, yeah Detroit for me in this game. I think the seven and a half that has been stuck there all week. I don't know if you've seen that move, but I haven't really seen nope. that move. It, it's kind of like a um, please come take Green Bay type of type of hook there for me. I'm not taking the bait. I'm all over Detroit here. Uh, you know, and it, I, it's a good. It's a good matchup, regardless if this was just on Sunday and not like a, not a turkey day with all the trends on the favorites. I would still be on Detroit because it's just a good matchup. We've seen Detroit over the last couple of years, even when Green Bay was good and they had Aaron Rodgers. The matchup between these two teams now with the way that Detroit has, has built their team, it's just a complete mismatch in Detroit's favor. Uh, Green Bay coming off a home win, a great home win. And you know they're feeling good about themselves. Now they're coming in here on a short week, travel week. It's it's just all lines up for them. And they're severely injured. They lost Aaron Jones last week. They lost Musgrave, their rookie tight end, standout. It's just literally not. And, and Goff and Goff 
you know, played bad last week. Like, he he played bad, threw three interceptions, and they still came back and won that game. He was on that ridiculous stretch of, I think it was, uh, was it like 11-1 or something like that, of of covering against covering, this yeah. yeah against this division he lost he lost the cover last week and they get back on the train this week and blow the doors off green bay i just love detroit here what do you got all right well uh the numbers agree on green bay and so do the buckets so the data is definitely against you on that however at the seven and a half a little bit more digging into it i found that's basically exactly on the projected points for both these teams uh, through a couple different matches that I've been looking through. Now, I've got a projected right on 7.5, so it's a very tough call for me. The question for me on this game is, can Green Bay score enough to keep up with the Lions? I think they can for a while, but I'm not sure they can to stay inside this number for the whole game. So for me, so your best bet was uh, Green Bay, or sorry, Detroit minus 7.5. My best bet in this game is going to be Green Bay over the 19 team total. Look, man, defense. Detroit's defense is falling back into the shittiness from which it came. They had a good kind of early season bump. They have been bad, 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 bad since about week four. They're only getting worse basically every week. And, you know, for what it's worth, Jordan Love, Longhorn's favorite punching bag, he's playing better, man. He's trending up. He's starting to get comfortable in the offense, getting some weapons back. I know you said Jones went down. And the tight end. Yeah, that one stings probably a lot more than Jones does at this point. But, again, they should be able to get to 20 points against the line. Literally everybody else in the league gets to over 20 points versus the lines. So I'm going to take the over 19 team total uh, for my best bet here on the Packers. So go Pack Go. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, that, I mean, I don't mind that at all. And, and really, the I can the, see this game easily being 31 30 20. 20. 31-20. Yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. Now, the the weapons you're talking about, it's it's interesting. With and and you know, yes, Love has been terrible, and he has been a punch bag for me all year. Uh, but I said before last week on the pod that he he's you know he's starting to show that he's maybe coming out of that just not god awful area like you know some of these other starting quarterbacks. Starting to show that he's at least capable, right? In the right situation, right? Which is fine. You know, that's 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 what you want to see. Look, we're just looking, we're just looking for teams to bet on. Like, I don't care what he's going to be, you know, going forward. He's not going to be a real starter long term. But I don't care about that right now. I'm just looking for people to bet on and good and ways to win money. Um, so yeah, I don't mind that at all. But what I was going to say is it's interesting that he lost Jones, which you know Jones has been kind of out and irrelevant most of the year anyway. So yes, that's a loss, but not much of a loss. Uh, Musgrave is a loss because he has been relying on him most of the year. But the receivers, Dobbs and Watson, they've been in there most of the year and kind of irrelevant. Like like Dobbs has had his moments. Watson has been just been he, – he, he's gone. He's like – he's a disappearing act for most of the game. He's just out there getting exercise for most of the day, running around uh, and getting no action. But Hicks and, um, and uh, Reed – the two young receivers, it's very interesting. The two young receivers, Hicks and Reed, he has a connection with, with those two young receivers. Actually, they're all young. Yeah, Watson, they're all young. Yeah, but, but those two, for whatever reason, he has a connection with probably because he practiced with them for the last two years coming up and, and just has a rapport with them. They're getting more burn. You know, it's, it, they're not like starters or anything, but they're getting much more burn 
than they were at the beginning of the year over Watson and Dobbs. So, you know, there's something there. Like if that connection can start and with the way Detroit has been slipping on defense for sure, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, this could this could be a really good close game for a long time. But like you said, I do see Detroit just being able to pull away in the end, just because they are the better. They're just the they're, better team. They're the better team. Yeah. Um, and like you said, everything about favorites at home on Thanksgiving. It's not just Thanksgiving. Like Thursday night in general, if you're the favorite, and just take this order as far as going forward, you just generally you generally do better against the spread. Well, this isn't than, Thursday night, but I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, it's still Thursday. Like, it's something about that short week. If Vegas feels that you're good enough to be favored, especially the bigger the spread gets, which is usually the opposite, the bigger the spread gets, the better the favorites do on Thursdays. Yeah. All right. All right. Speaking of big fucking favorites, oh, those Dallas Cowboys! (laughs) They are at home hosting those shitty Washington Redskins. And this spread is all the way up to 13 and a half motherfucking <laughs> points. Yep. Listen, we're going to be on opposite sides here, and that's okay, because everything I just said about the favorites and the huge trends, and maybe you got the numbers over there. I should have wrote them down. They're ridiculous uh, favorite numbers in, on Turkey Day in, 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 you know, uh, for the favorites. That holds true for everybody except Dallas, okay? Because Dallas and with Dak, they're one in eleven against the spread on Turkey Day. So every favorite covers on Turkey Day except for well, not with Dak. They're not one in eleven. He hasn't uh, well, been for twelve years. Sorry, they're on a one in eleven trend. So yes. Well, I mean, God, he's been there what eight years? Uh, this will be his seventh. This is seventh. Yeah, two thousand sixteen yeah. rookie year. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that well, he owns a lot of them. <laughs> so he, he owns a, a large chunk of that. For whatever reason, they don't necessarily play well. And they must have big spreads because I, I remember Thanksgiving days where they have big spreads. They must just get back to a lot. Last year, remember they had like uh, they were giant points to the nine or ten points to the Giants, and they had it covered. And Danny Dimes backdoored uh, for the Giants, like, and I think they lost by like eight. Yeah, yeah. I'll take the back door, front door. I don't care. I'm leaning to Washington here, and the points can just keep going up. Um, we're the, we're recording now. It's at thirteen and a half, so I'll go ahead and put it out at thirteen and a half. Washington plus thirteen and a half. If you want to wait and see if it hits fourteen, that that's your prerogative. Maybe maybe by the time you're listening to this, it is at fourteen. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, my official free pick is going to be Washington plus thirteen and a half. Um. Yeah, oh, and the only other thing I put down is is that Washington, it, just the spot, Washington's coming off getting embarrassed by the New York Giants. You know, now now they're it's just a bounce-back theory. So everything points to Washington for me. So I know we're on opposite sides, so why don't you, why don't you uh, say what you got over there? Well, I'll say that I liked Dallas a lot better at the minus 11. I locked him in my online contest <laughs> uh, for sure. I would think so. Uh, not that 11 is a key number, but it's better than 13 and a half. I think the contest it's 12 and a half. So I still took them at that. Uh, look, the numbers are split on this. The buckets are all Dallas. Uh, and my projected margin on this game is 18. So it falls comfortably within that. Now, you're right. The cows don't generally perform well on Thanksgiving. But Dak against the NFC East performs very well. Yes, I know. We've chronicled that. But when he's favored, 
by more than just three points against the NFC East, 20 and four ATS. And since 2012, home favorites of 10 or more on Thursday, any Thursday, 10 and six ATS, but five, 10 and one to the under. So this is, and this is my best bet on this game, the do no wrong (laughs) teaser of the week. Oh, knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. So we're going to take the cows. God dang, I wrote it six and a half because I had it at 12 and a half. Ah, fuck, I don't care. We'll take them down to seven and a half. Or can I do seven? I can do seven, right? I mean, you can do a six and a half point tease, yeah. Six is it? Yeah, six and a half point. Okay, so let's do yeah. a six and a half point teaser. We'll take them down to minus seven, and we're gonna take the total up. That would be to fifty five, and we're taking the under on that. So mm-hmm. that's the official best bet for me on this one. Look. Overall, this number is way too high, and the cows, like you said, stink on his on Thanksgiving historically. And I know this is incredibly square, but it still has to be the cows are passed for me. Look, the skins are a dead team walking. Their coaching staff, if there were any questions about them being fired before the Giants game, those questions have all been answered. I know, like I said, it's a square pocket, but it's so fucking square that it might be sharp because the money just keeps pouring fucking in on dallas i smell another cooper rush appearance coming up here <laughs> so yeah overall i do like the cows to you know i got them at 12 and a half a contest the super contest 11 online 13 and a half is pushing it but if it's under 14 i'll still take the cows but official best bet t the do no wong teaser cows down to seven and they total up to 55 and take the under on that this is the dreaded, you know, what I look for, uh, tickets to cash split to where Dallas is getting the majority of the tickets and Washington is getting the majority of the cash. So uh, How's the line keep going up then? That That's a good question. That That's what – Because this line why, is like not just kind of – it's fucking – it's just poured up. So, so you nailed it. You're on – it's the square – the Dallas is the square side. It's just 100% the square side. Now, that doesn't mean they can't win by 30 because they can, but, uh, you know – it's it's definitely the square side. Whenever Vegas is oh, taking, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, whenever Vegas is taking most of the cash on one team and the line's going up the other way, that's red flag big time. So it's a uh, yeah, it'll be a it'll be an in- interesting game. And I'm curious, just you know, we got a short part here, so we can we can you know expand a little bit. What's your buckets? How are you balancing what the buckets and and your system would be? on this special day? Because this is such a different, unique, special situation day. How are you balancing that out? Well, situationally, yes. um, There has to be some consideration there. So, like, Green Bay was the buckets against Detroit, and I'm not playing Green Bay because, again, the spot is just so bad for Green Bay. It's so bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the spot here on Dallas – Obviously, the favorite, and the bigger favorite you get, the better you do on Thursday. So, I get I get the buckets with me. I get the spot with me. And then I think I pulled one more trend, and it was teams that are favored by more than 10 three straight weeks. And I think there's only ever been five, and they're 4-1 ATS in the third game. So, there's nothing, nothing, nothing that points to Washington at all, except it's just a big-ass number, and this is the NFL, and – and I get the DAC data backing me up, too, on a, on a big favorite against the division. And I mean, literally nothing. Now, obviously, Washington can cover this game. It's a huge number. They could easily backdoor it. But I 
there, there's just not, there's nothing that I've seen at all that could have me betting Washington. Like that's why I think that like, it's so square that it might be sharp because there's literally nothing on the other side but just blind hope and a 13 point dog that they're going to cover. Now, what if I told you tonight? We're recording on Wednesday. What if I told you tonight as I'm out? Uh, celebrating horse giving that I see Dak late at night out there celebrating and chasing the whores with me. Is that is that going to change your mind? If he's not catching them, then yes, because that means his <laughs> ankle's probably bothering him. But if he's running them down, I'm good with it. Oh, if I'm picking up more whores than Dak, then you bet on Washington 100%. <laughs> you, you bet to your fucking hands bleed. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Final game for this podcast. It is those Seattle fading Seahawks. As they did last year, they just fade into the ether. They are seven-point home dogs to those rejuvenated and revamped and re-energized San Francisco 49ers. Yep, I, I love that you use the word faded because I it's the first thing I wrote down is I am looking to fade a quarterback that is playing but hurt. We've seen it all year long with we saw it with Burrow early in the year when he was playing but hurt calf. We saw it with Purdy uh, when he was going through his concussions and some of the shit that he was going through. It, when quarterbacks are, it, it's awesome that they play hurt. It's it's great for the team, you know, like morale and all that. Trevor bullshit. Lawrence has had a stretch. T- Trevor Lawrence, like I love fading quarterbacks that play when they're hurt, and I loved I like San Francisco anyway in this spot. It, it falls into the, obviously the favorites trend, you know, um, and, and all that. But um, the seven, it, it, what's the official line? Seven. Yeah, see, it sucks that they put it at seven and a half in the contest. That uh, they're just they're doing they some. Did? Pre- yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they did that, which is fine because it's probably going to go to seven and a half. I would imagine it goes to seven and a half by kickoff, um, but we'll see. But anyways, like the fading of Seattle here is the main spot. I love San. Don't get me wrong, I love San Francisco. They're healthy. They're playing. They're playing well. They're looking to press the gas going into the final uh, stretch of this season. Uh, and get and get healthy and keep it going, but it's mainly the Seattle fade and a couple of things on this Seattle fade. If you looked at their schedule and I did this, the upcoming schedule because their record right now is six and four. They're second in the West. Their schedule coming up: San Francisco at Dallas, at San Francisco, home against Philly. They're about to lose four straight and be. Six and eight, and out of the playoffs. So uh, sounds familiar. Sounds like <laughs> what they did last year. We right. had the fucking under six, and they won like six games of their first seven. They didn't win another fucking game all year. Now I, I looked this up. If you wanted to, and this, these aren't official best bets, but if you want to, if you want to sprinkle on here, if if you can uh, find a Seattle to miss the to uh, make the playoffs, yes or no? The no is at about plus two hundred. It's around there. Um, and, Woo. and if, and because they're good, because I think they're going to miss the playoffs with this stretch coming up, I'm trying to foresee what's going to, what's going to happen in the future. I got to replace them with another team because if they miss that someone else has to make it. And as I was looking at the schedules and looking at the standings, it's basically going to be a hodgepodge of them, Atlanta, Tampa, and, uh, and the Rams. Like those are the kind of the teams that are going to step up and take that spot if Seattle misses it. And I landed on Tampa Bay because I like their schedule going forward. And, um, it is, uh, 
It is at the Colts, which, uh, you know, uh, foreshadowing. I may or may not hit the sounder on tomorrow's pod. We'll see how that goes. At the Colts, home against the Carolina Panthers, at Atlanta, at Green Bay, home against Jacksonville. Like, like Tampa Bay might be on a run here to sneak into the playoffs. And if you bet yes on Tampa to make the playoffs, that's at about four plus 400. So I like kind of both those as little mini bets, you know, best bets that you can possibly sprinkle on. Long story short, I like San Francisco here to cover. And uh, Seattle begins their fade, baby. Yeah, uh, I think it started last week when they lost that coin flip to the Rams. I think yep. it's just going to continue. I mean, we've seen this story before. Again, like I said last week, it's Geno Smith, man. Like, I'm glad that he made a career out of being a bust, you know, at the Jets. I don't hold any – I don't hold that against anybody anymore, being a bust with the Jets. It just seems to be what happens uh, up there. So, I'm glad that he got another chance, and he's made the most of it, and he's made, been a service starter. a lot of money, Made a lot of money. Yeah, so good for him. Uh, let's see. The numbers on this one are numbers agree with Seattle, and the buckets agree with Seattle. So, again, I should be on Seattle. But, like you mentioned, balancing with the spot, I can't do it. Uh, since 2012, a road favor six or more that has been – oh, sorry, that's uh, for something else. That's actually going to be my for my best bet. So yeah, I just I can't go with Seattle in this spot, man. I've I've seen this movie before. We saw it last year. Like you said, Geno's hurt. Uh, they're down to I don't even know. They might be down to their third string running back. And when no, we, I mean that's second string. It's Char, it's Charbonnet. No, he but, might not play. Oh, Charbonnet's hurt too. Wow, he might not play. Yeah, he's dinged up now. He might play, but he's not gonna be a hundred percent. Yeah. So when we saw what we saw last year and this year really with Seattle when they had that hot start last year they were running the shit out of the fucking ball and if you've got a good running offense and Geno can just manage a game then you got a you have a recipe for some fucking success there no doubt about it but without that running game and if he has to throw too much it's just a bad bad fucking uh matchup there so um I I just, I just couldn't could not get there with Seattle, so but I'm not going to go against all my data in the bucket, so it's going to have to be a pass for me, unfortunately, on the total game. But my best bet on this game. So, since 2012, a road favorite of six or more has been leading the game, and this is on Thursday, so has been that has, has been leading after the first quarter 17 out of 19 games. So, in in division, this is 6-1. and one. So, what we're going to do here, my best bet, officially, is we're going to take San Francisco money line minus 180 to win the first quarter. Now, the reason why we're taking the money line and not the minus 1.5 is because, if some reason, it's tied after the first quarter of the book, it's a push. They just cancel your bet. So, we're going to lay the 70 cents, basically as insurance, kind of like on Blackjack, so if we get a tie, you know, we still get our money back. But overall, I will take my chances on a 17-2 and two proposition anytime I can fucking get it. Like I said, overall, I can't go against the buckets here. Numbers, even though I love San Fran in the spot. Look, since the bye week and Debo came back, they have been rolling once a fucking again. So unfortunately, it's got to be a pass for me on the total game. But I best bet San Fran money line minus 180 for the first quarter. All right. 
All right, boys and girls, that was your three Thanksgiving games. Um, we want to recap the free Yeah, picks? yeah, let's re- recap the best bets. Okay, so best bets for Longhorn on Detroit Green Bay was Detroit minus 7.5, correct? Yes. All right, my best bet there was the Green Bay team total over 19. Second game, best bet for Longhorn was Washington plus 13 and a half, officially. Yeah. yeah. My best bet on that is going to be the Do No Wong teaser. You're going to tease the cows. It's a six and a half point teaser. You're going to tease them down to set minus seven. You're going to tease the total up to 55. And you're taking the cows minus seven. And you're taking the under 55 on the Do No Wong teaser. Oh, him do no Wong. <laughs> <laughs> and on the last game, uh, Longhorn's best bet is San Fran minus the seven. Yeah. And my best bet is San Fran money line first quarter. All right. Sound right? Yeah, I love it. All right, baby, that was all the wins coming to the air tonight. Longhorn, tell them about that fabulous website one more time. All right, episode number... 170. 170 is in the books. Hey, listen, go to the website, thefootballglorhole.com, and uh, check out those free picks. Like, this is a monster free pick pod. If you uh, if you didn't write those down or, or you're just going to check it later, it'll be up on the podcast, so check that out later. We'll have, uh, when you check that out, we've got the buy picks. If you want to just buy a week and you want to get this this uh, Thanksgiving week plus the Sunday and Saturday college football package all together, uh, we've got the best prices in town. You cannot beat it if you just want to dip your toes in. But more importantly, listen, we love you guys. We, we love doing this. We would be doing this anyways. Even if nobody listened, we would still be doing it just for <laughs> we fucking We did this fun. for a long we, time we, without we, anybody Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And our, and our listeners, they just keep growing. Y'all keep spreading it. So we love you guys. We hope you have a good Thanksgiving. I'm personally going to go out here uh, as soon as we click off, and I'm going to enjoy horse giving. Maybe I'll see you out. We can we can enjoy it together. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you do any Get of those things. Get out of the way, Dak! If you do any of those things, we become partners for life and Mostly in a non-sexual way, but like I said, if you if you see me out tonight, it might be it might get a little sexual. I, I can't I can't promise you. So people, stop throwing away your heart on money on the guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on. Ah, damn it, people never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take us up, baby!